Hey, what's up, folks? Holy, wow, you, you actually managed to get the camera right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, we had some wacky behind the scenes things just happen, but today's special guest <laughs> is Shalimar Parrish. Please tell me I pronounced yes. that right. You did, Jordan. You did. Thank you. Thank God. Okay, so tell everyone <laughs> about yourself. Well, uh, again, my name is Shalimar Parrish. I am an Army veteran, but I'm also an author, and I am a clothing designer, and I am a foster care and sex trafficking advocate. Okay. Lots of variety of things. <laughs> so what was yeah. the first thing? What was the first thing you did? Um. As far as like what what career did I choose first? Yeah. Is that what you're asking? I was an army veteran. Well, I was in the army. Active duty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah. you came out of that and became an author? Yes. Yes. Um they after I was retired, uh, I just wanted to pursue my first love, which was writing. And so I just walked out on faith and and did so. And now I'm here with you. So do you think <laughs> if you never wrote that book, that decision would have like never gotten you to to uh like do a clothing brand, build a business and all that. And then this would have never happened. I truly truly believe so like if um i believe that everything happens in divine order and um in divine timing and i did i i tried to put the book down and then uh release my clothing line and then i ended up just like folding at first and so when i picked the book back up and i published the book it seemed like everything else just fell into place so uh, I really believe that it's divine intervention for me, you know? No, yeah. I think, or I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. It's like all the building blocks went into place. And mm-hmm. if something were to left, be left out, it just, we wouldn't be here. You know, like, it's kind of exactly. like... You know how some people look at their lives, they look at every moment that happened and they're like, I wish that didn't happen. But then you yes. have to realize if that event never did happen, you wouldn't be the way you are now if you're doing right. better, right. you know? So Yes. I truly yeah. believe that. Uh, let's talk about your book. Okay. Uh, I wrote Leading Lady because I wanted it to be thought provoking. Like I wanted people to really get the behind the scenes uh, information about growing up in foster care and how some children are just a product of their environment. And I, I wanted people to also see that, and really more so foster children, um, more than anyone, I wanted them to see that they can still rise above whatever their situation is growing up. Leading Lady uh, 
is loosely based on my life because I was a foster child for seven years. I hadn't seen my family for seven years. And so being in foster care, most people feel like that's the, the greatest thing ever. But in foster care, it cost me a lot of a lot of grief. You know, I was provided for, but inadequately uh, at times. And I just, I wanted people to see the good and the bad of foster care. A, a lot of children, believe it or not, end up selling themselves, whether that is by or food or clothes or uh, look like uh, they're up with the times. Like a, a lot of children get in, involved into prostitution. Sometimes they are forced into it, even though they're living in foster care. And then once they leave foster care, if they don't have the the tools needed for someone to be successful and the support system uh, that it takes for one to be successful, then a lot of them tend to go into the life of prostitution. And sometimes that's also forced. And so I just wanted to to uh, remind people that this is indeed um, something that's happening today. Wow. I, I, it's not funny, but like, I, I, you, I don't know where to go from here. So, (laughs) (laughs) wow. Okay. Ask away. Ask away. Foster care. I, (laughs) can you tell me what exactly that means? Yes. So, foster care is, it's actually ran by the government. And have you ever heard of orphans? Sure you have, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's fatherless and motherless children. Um, and so if if the parents are on drugs, like that was my situation, or if they just are neglecting their children by not uh, giving them, providing them food, shelter, clothing, then sometimes the state, will step in and assume the responsibility. Uh, and so then okay. you end up going into another foster home, which is like another family that chooses to uh, bring you into their home. And they have a, a duty to take care of you and they get a stipend to take care of you. But sometimes that that's also uh, inadequate, you know? Okay. Okay. And so it the book is based off of your own experiences about the good and bad and some of some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. So it's not like an autobiography, but it's like loosely based. No. Yeah, it's loosely based because a lot of my foster sisters and brothers I see firsthand their stories. And so I just picked them, you know, I just Pick and choose which one of the stories I wanted to tell, you know, like that. And so some of it I did uh, personally experience. If there's any questions that you would like to to ask me regarding that, then I, I feel free to. Uh, but, you know, some I, I did experience. Okay. Are there any enjoyable experiences? <sighs> You see how I had to stop and think about it? Um, yeah. The the one that I 
will never forget is that I ended up at 16 uh, having to go and be raised by nuns, you know, some Catholic nuns in a uh -huh. group home uh, just to, to see these women in action and to see the, the love that these women really uh, bestowed upon us. Uh, I would I would have to say that was like the the greatest time of my life, you know. So they they actually tried to mold me into becoming a a great woman. That's awesome. Like, what was that like? Being raised by nuns, you, you have fun, <laughs> you have a good time. Yes, yes. They always had activities for us. Uh, they they used to have me out in the garden because I was like when I first came. I knew that I wasn't supposed to have been there. That's another story. But I knew that I, in my mind, I was not supposed to have been there. And so I was angry. You know, I was rebellious. And one day, one of the, the counselors, which was also a nun, um, she sat me down and she said, now tell me your story. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, how did you end up here? So I told her the story. And she said, well, do you know why you were angry and rebellious? And I was like, no. And she was like, it was because you were grieving. She said a lot of people forget to remember that children grieve too. And, and they don't, you know, a lot of them are not equipped with the tools needed, you know? So she said, you are not in control of how you got here, but you're in control of how you leave. And Ever since then, like it just it was just like a domino effect. It, they taught me how to budget. They they taught me the importance of um, having a good name with the creditors. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, I don't know if you want to get into it, but so like, what is one experience that is just like bad that you're willing to share? Uh, I would have to say uh, the life of uh, selling my body to to make ends meet. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did it when I was was a foster child um, at times because sometimes we would be living in foster uh, homes that didn't care enough about us to make certain that we had food. And if I was the oldest, I felt like it was my responsibility to, to make it happen. And so if I had to um, get a sugar daddy, so, so to speak, um, then, then that's what I would do. And I, I didn't realize at the time that I was basically sacrificing my, my full self, my, you know, my body um, in order to feed others. And so, um, if if ever I had to um, say I experienced something very tragic, it was that. Okay, you're doing better now, right? You're doing you're doing good. As far as life, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm I'm retired, um, so really I don't have to work, but I still love to work, and so. Um, I have a great support system around me and I have the wherewithal to try to help as many children, uh, whether they're young or adults uh, that were in situations like I was or who are 
currently in that that type of situation. So uh, yes, I'm doing well, um, but I would be better if if I could change as many lives as as um as I can. You know. No, I get that. Get that. You have your own clothing line. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. So it's called Today's Woman. This is actually one of them. This is like a blazer. Uh, but I, at 14, like, well, before 14, I was always into fashion. And so what I wanted to do was start, create a, a clothing line that empowered women. Uh, I, and I'm talking about the past, the, the present, and the predestined woman. I wanted the, the, the clothing line to really represent who they are. And so that, um, that started my journey into really taking it seriously. Okay. So, like, when did you... S- Wait, did, you just said at 14 years old that you started it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, at 14 years old, I, I knew the name of it. I, at 14, you know, I would sit in, in whatever room I was in and I would try to change my clothes. Like if I had worn them, you know, to the, to their last um, little thread, I would try to still recreate, recreate them so I could keep them um, because buying clothes at that time was, was not easy to do. and so. I, people will, will um, they would compliment the clothes that were really old and that I had recreated. And so I was like, dang, you know, I, I might got something here. And it just started from there. That's awesome. And so, like, what's the next step for Today's Women? Well, hopefully Today's Women will go global. That's uh, my mission. Uh, I, I think that it, it it should. So that's what what I'm aiming toward is that. Okay, so you want to go for the top. Do you, okay, so yes. do you want to be the number one like female clothing brand, or do you want to be amongst like the top dogs? Because there's there's multiple meanings be... to global. Yes. I, um. You should always want to be number one, right? But that's not my my way of thinking. I just I just want to make a great impact, and I want to try to help as many women as I can. And I would love to be amongst the greats because you know, with their knowledge, that that can only make me greater if I listen, right? All right, exactly. So just keep striving, keep improving, keep mm-hmm. learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. I have a question for you. So, <laughs> prior to starting, you said don't don't catch you off guard. So, yeah. I just I guess I just wanted to ask you, do you want to have a rap battle? <laughs> uh, we can try. We can try it. okay that's what i love to hear what i love (laughs) to hear all right so i'll go first to set the standard okay Okay, so i'm not gonna hold back 
just so you know. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Shalimar, you've officially lowered the bar. You're dressed up in black and white. You look like a cow. <laughs> that was not a lowbrow bar. That was kind of <laughs> wild. But I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep flowing. And maybe by the time you turn 80, it'll finally snow here in Florida. So, yesterday I had heavy rainfall. It sucked. My internet just went out all of a sudden. You're like an Oreo. If I took it apart. Okay? I'm so excited to be talking to a non-star. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm glad you're done. Mr. Banana. Should I? Could I? Bite you a little? No, I can't because you're plastic. You should have been Mr. Potato Head. You need contacts, possibly braces too. Then you can come and speak to people like me because I don't want to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Okay, that's all I got. No, that was I, I, okay. So that was that was nice. That was wow. Okay, <laughs> this is actually the first time anyone's actually fought back, and I've genuinely, you know, was like, "Those are those are good good jabs." All the others. Are were you weak. serious? No, I'm serious. Yeah, are yeah, yeah. Serious? Yeah, I love it when people fight back. It's great. It's great. So right, but I I didn't want to keep on because it, it was borderline insulting you know so i didn't want to keep going but i could have well i mean <laughs> yeah that's the point right of a rap battle to insult so right yeah yeah yeah. okay i wrote i wrote down a lot of stuff to be honest so but oh that's not fair that's not fair i just freestyle for you i mean i didn't i didn't read it <laughs> Well, I don't want to hear no more. Okay. <laughs> not, not unless you have to uh, sit down and write real quick. I would need about five minutes, and then I'll get you. Hmm. All right. <laughs> I remember the last time we uh we talked. It was via email, and mm -hmm. you had a car crash. Are you you okay? Yeah. You good? Yes, yeah, yeah. They they just hit me from the back, but they hit me pretty hard, mm. you know. But everybody walked away, you know, from it. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Sh shitty drivers, am I right? I know, and a lot of them have license, and and I don't know how or why. Yeah. Hey. So, like, like, where are you? I'm in Florida. I'm in Kentucky with the cows. Okay. <laughs> move. Okay. It's like move out of the way. But no. So it's like, I don't know. Like, it's not hard to drive. Like, I, I don't understand how people get into accidents unless they're like 
they're not looking at the road or they're just right i don't know i really don't know they're, they're probably texting they're probably texan are texans bad at driving texters yeah oh, I would texters so. yeah well yeah they're like don't text and drive i mean come on that's the lesson of this episode. Do not text and drive, or else you're you're loony maniac. Do not do that at all. If you were an animal, what would you be? Ooh, I would probably want to be a cheetah. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, they're I, I I want yeah a, a cheetah or a jaguar. Yeah, I want to get the hell out of there. If it's if it's bad, <laughs> yeah. I want to get gone quick. <laughs> and, and then if you're out there in the wild, you know, I want to be able to outrun them. They try to eat me, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, exactly. What do I look like? What would you be? What do I look like? No, what would you be? Uh, right now. No, like like if I was an animal, what do I remind you of? Uh, I would say a snail, either a snail or a turtle. <laughs> Why though? I mean, look look at your face. <laughs> I, 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 came, I came to you. <laughs> okay. I came to your eyes. <laughs> wow, that's that's just because I'm Asian. Yeah. So. No, no, no. That's because you probably been. No. Oh, that's, that's uh, really because you're Asian. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really because I'm Asian. You thought I was playing. You thought I was joking. No, I don't joke. I'm I'm truth. I'm the truther. That's what they call me. Yeah. No, I don't do that. I'm a, I'm a I'm a good I'm a good person. I'm good. What good? Banana. Good. So let me ask you this: um, If you could be an animal, what would you be? Oh, that's an easy question. I'd be like a. Uh, we talking any animal, like in mythology any. too. That's what you're... No. <laughs> I, I mean, I said any. So okay, so any real life animal right now, currently alive, I would be. I would be like a jaguar. I would, I would either be a jaguar or or. A great white shark, or <laughs> a lion. Because okay, say you come face to face with a great white shark in underwater. If for some any reason mm -hmm. you've decided to traverse the depths of the ocean, so mm -hmm. you'd have to think to yourself, "Holy shit, what's coming towards me at such a high speed?" And it's it's a shark, but it, it it's huge. It's like you're, then you're like, holy shit! It's a great white shark. Then you you'd <laughs> like you'd shit your pants underwater, and then that's not that's not fun. And then secondly, you're not gonna survive. You're probably not gonna survive that. So plus, I'm, they're just fast. They look cool. They're fast, but if lions too, because they just look cool. Wait, no, I'd be a tiger. All right, I'd be a tiger. Why? Because. Because my, so the Chinese Zodiac, right? I'm not, I'm not sure if you're familiar. There's like 12 animals. Okay. There's like roosters, cat, 
No, rooster's dog, dragon, monkey, and tiger. I'm a horse. No, it's a horse in there too. I'm with the horse. Yeah, there's a horse, but I'm the dragon. Mm-hmm. So I and if we're oh. going by real standards, I can't be a dragon mm-hmm. in this real world yet. So mm-hmm. I choose tiger because they're ferocious. Okay. And they just mm-hmm. look cool. But couldn't you be a, a dragon fly? We do have those. Weak, weak sauce. I don't <laughs> get out of here. With dragonfly, that, those little bugs are come on. I thought we were done joking. Like, <laughs> like what is this? No, I couldn't help it. I couldn't I, help I, it. Bugs, if <laughs> I'm so glad no one's ever said they want to be a bug because honestly, that's that's weird. If you say you want to be like a mosquito or a fly or a dragonfly, you you got some you got something going on. You you have to be like Yeah. I mean dog is cool. Some people say cats. But me, no, no. I'm different. I'm different. I'd I'd want to be mm-hmm. like something cool like like blue whale or emperor penguin, you know? Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> My pleasure. My pleasure. So, what do you like to do as a hobby? Um, nothing. Perfect. Me too. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I mean, absolutely. I, is that sad to say? Like, um, because I'm so busy, uh, if I get to come home and rest for the day and watch TV and uh, just eat whatever I want, and not answer the phone or be on my phone in peace. I think that's my, my favorite hobby because I don't get it often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is pretty sad. I though though I it it makes sense because if you are busy, like with like running a business and all that, right? It makes sense since you don't have a hobby because mm-hmm. technically your side hustle is already running a clothing line and you know mm-hmm. writing so i guess maybe writing is your hobby no no it's it's really my uh, it's my duty you know it's my duty i i don't look at it like it's a hobby mm-hmm. i could be doing a lot you know a lot funner things if you like you know um but this is something that I only enjoy because I, I know that it's it's needed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I guess for me, I would say, I mean, at this point, I started this podcast because I, I treated it as a hobby. But at this point, I feel like it's my duty, as you said, you know, <laughs> it's like I have to talk to these people. I have to make them uncomfortable. This is my calling, you know? So, here I am. So, why do you you want to make people uncomfortable? Because it's just funny to me. I take joy in in just being like, being a dick. Not like, (laughs) not like in a bad way, but you know, it's, you when you don't have banter, it's, it's just not funny to me. Mm-hmm. When like if someone mm-hmm. can have banter, you know, it's 
it's just so much more fun ample like we're having yeah. a good time you know like we're having a great time yeah so it, okay imagine this shalmar right so if i just yeah. stuck to the whole interview formula at the beginning of this you'd probably be like this is this banana ain't shit you know i've had so many interviews <laughs> where this this went the same exact way but here, you know, I just want to have genuine conversations with people mm -hmm. to dig in deep mm -hmm. into their mind and then maybe change their life. So how come you just didn't become a, a dick? I think you should have chose that too. Or switch it out from time to time. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, get a penis costume. <laughs> maybe for like... Halloween or April Fools, I'll have to I'll have to do that. Yeah. You don't enjoy being a banana. You enjoy being a dick. <laughs> you have a point there. I can't argue with that. Yeah. Although I don't I don't like to eat dicks. I like to eat bananas. So <laughs> I I I'd rather not, you know. <laughs> Unless I mean bananas, they come they come very, very nice. Very Pause. I'm gonna. Yeah. All right. Big behave now. What? Behave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. <laughs> Next topic. Next topic. Where am I going? Where are we? We talked about animals, mm -hmm. foster care, and wrapping. Why? So, Shalimar. Okay, let's think about that mm -hmm. name. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. or, is, or is that just, just the name? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it means spiritual woman, and it also means author and public figure. Okay. My name, my real name, my, my name is Jordan. But you're Asian. Don't, I thought y'all had Asian names. Like your real name. Okay, Asian? so yeah, if you so in Chinese, my name is different. It has a a Chinese like version, right? So basically, it's my name in Chinese is Lam Dong Fei. That's pretty much Jordan Lam in in Cantonese. Let teach me how to say it. Loma. Lam Dong Fei. Lam Fei. Yeah. Lam. Long dot five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Maybe about five or six more tries, I'll have it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's good enough. Yeah. Like, I think it, it's, you know, like, I mean, you probably never spoke Cantonese before this. So, no. it's pretty good for your first try. I never even knew it, it exists. I swear. Yeah. I swear. I'm not trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. No, I never knew. They didn't teach us. Uh, what 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 do you call it? Cantonese? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, they never even taught that our books at all. Okay, okay. So it's like it's funny so too. Yeah, it's funny too because you know sometimes I genuinely forget I'm also Asian because I I just speak English <laughs> all the time to people. <laughs> You know, except when yeah, I'm like at we, home. We can't speak another language. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I—I was born in the U.S., right? So I'm constantly speaking oh. English. Yeah. So I—I mm -hmm. I don't. 
even though I know Chinese, right? I just, I speak it only at mm-hmm. home with my parents and my family. Mm-hmm. So it's most of the time I'm just speaking English and I just straight up forget I'm Asian. They're just funny to me. It's <laughs> like, it's like you're two sides, right? And then you show uh, one side of the coin the entire time and then you forget you have tails. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you multi-faceted. Yeah. But the food, though, don't get me wrong, if I had to prefer the two cultures between American cuisine and Chinese cuisine, it's going to have to go to Chinese cuisine because Mm -hmm. I'm biased. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. But American uh, cuisine is uh, actually stolen from all other nationalities. Like, we really don't have our own cuisine at all. Have you noticed? Mm. We get stir-fried rice from, from the Chinese and Japanese. We, yeah. we get our tacos and pizza and all of that stuff from Mexico. You know, what do we have? Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you right about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Burgers, hot dogs, ribs. No, um, uh, uh-uh. I think Rick came AFD. from from, from, uh, from I think uh, Jamaica. It was like one of those countries. Okay, okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know anything. Cause I'm ignorant, but that's good to know. Thank, you. thank you for sharing. Yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Uh, I would have to say shrimp. Oh, really? I just ate yeah. shrimp. That was, I, it's yeah. cool. It's all right. I like yeah. lobster. Yeah, what do you I think love about lobster that? too. Yeah. I love lobster too. They just don't give you enough of it, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that one lobster tail, no. I would need about maybe five, six of them um, just to get full. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, with shrimp, they, they give you quite a bit. Uh, I love crab legs as well oh yeah yeah crab legs are where it's at mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. love crab legs do you eat at buffets i hate them okay because i was about to say they have crab legs there and every time we always go since the last time i i don't go to buffets because i also don't like them but the last time mm-hmm. i was with my family we would go for straight for the crab legs because that's where that's where the good stuff's at you know what buffet is it? Oriental. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just, I, I don't like to, I keep feeling like people picking all over my food. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's logical. And, yeah, no. It's also because, like, they leave it out for so long. and And it's like, how do you guys... Like, do you guys switch it out or like, because, you know, it's like this pizza has been out here for hours. The sushi has been out here for hours. <laughs> and it's like, that's not sanitary. This is raw fish, yeah. you know, like you literally <laughs> like, what are you doing? But I don't I could never run a buffet. That's just crazy to me. Yeah. But you know what? Um, they need to have a fly patroller. I mean, because once flies get in there, you know, they're they're flying all over the food, you know. And the the first and last time that I went to a buffet, they didn't put any lid over the food. 
you know, it's just a free for all. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and, just kind of cut yeah. me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, miss me with You're that not going shit. back to no, no buffets no more. <laughs> no. I, the only time when I like go out to eat, it would have to be, I guess, like a, not fine dining, but like, I honestly don't even eat out that much. Last time, the last restaurant I went out to was Outback because I've never ha- went mm-hmm. to Outback Steakhouse. And because mm-hmm. it was all right. I mean, do you like steakhouses? Is that your thing? Yes, I love steak. Yeah. yeah. I love steak. Yeah. Yeah. What's but your not, favorite cut? Not so much out. Um, I, I like filet. Okay. I like filet. Uh, my steak has to be tender. Like, like tender. Yes, tender. Like I, you know, have you ever ate a, a piece of tough steak? Seem like you'll chew that for forever. No, I like to be able to chew it a couple of times and time to swallow. Hmm. Yeah. My battery's going dead. Okay, so we'll wrap up shortly after this question. I have to know. Mm-hmm. You like it? Okay. What? There's only one correct answer. All right. What? Okay. You said you like it tender. What, like, what, like, what temp, like, you like medium rare? Yes. Good. Yeah. But I don't, I don't like the, no blood. <laughs> I don't like it. You, you don't want that hemoglobin? Shit. Okay. And you don't no. want that. No, but I, I do like for it to be pink. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, that's the only way uh, meat should be eaten, I feel like. Not raw. Because mm-hmm. there's some crazy people who like rare steak, and those people mm-hmm. are cavemen. Okay, let's be real here. <laughs> They're cavemen. They, so what they... about sushi, though? Sushi, okay. Sushi. Sushi. Sushi's <laughs> different. Okay. Because okay. they're sashimi. Where it's just straight up fish, and then there's nigiri, mm-hmm. which is rice and the fish. I I think mm-hmm. I like that, but I I also like rolls. Well, okay, I like yeah. eel. I like eel. Oh, I I don't know if I've ate eel before. It's just like the sound of it probably make me sick. It's like brown, really like the sauce that comes with it is like sweet. It's. You gotta try it sometime. Listen, listen, okay, this 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 it. changed your life, all right? If you never came on Jordan mode, you would never try eel ever. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, this, I would, but I'm gonna try it. Yeah. I will. I'll message you and let you know when I when I do it. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I'll be like, <laughs> now I'll remind you. I'll remind you. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, tr- you try that eel yet? So don't worry about it. I got it. I got you. I got you. Before we go, shout out all your stuff. Well, if you would like to get in contact with me, you can reach me on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Today's Woman LLC. If you would like to purchase uh, a copy of Leading Lady, you can purchase that by going to backslash Leading Lady Shalimar Parish. If you would like to get some of these fabulous clothes, um, you can reach those. Well, get those at www.todayswoman, 
Thank you. Peace out, everyone.